0: Hi, beautiful being. Welcome to Primally Nourished. I'm your host, Bridget Woolley, nutritional therapist, nervous system optimizer, embodiment and trauma awareness coach. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of inspiration, information, and effective strategies in the realms of health, movement, mindset, and all things personal growth. My mission with each episode is to help you navigate your health and to create consistent and sustainable habits that align with your personal values through accessible holistic and functional nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle education. The focus of this podcast is to share about experiences from my own life, as well as the regular patterns and questions I see in my practice as a holistic health practitioner and to inspire you on your own unique journey to vibrant health. Hi, I'm so excited to share about the topic I have lined up for today, which is, are you eating enough? In the last episode, I talked a lot about the nervous system. And being undernourished can be a huge symptom of nervous system dysregulation Food is so interesting, (laughs) right? It's one of our most personal relationships. And we can get into long-term patterns with uh, practices or ways of eating or relating to food and, and not even realize it over time. And one of the biggest questions I get in my practice is how do I know if I'm under eating? Now, this is something I struggled with for a long time and saw so much in the fitness industry when I first got into movement and nutrition work over 10 years ago. And yeah, I struggled with it um, just like maybe growing up, uh, not knowing how to nourish myself, right? So I grew up eating a lot of fast food. I moved out at an early age of 16. And so I was, I lived off of pizza and McDonald's and Taco Bell and sodas. And so, um, I I went from not knowing how to prepare uh, a healthier, proper meal to jumping into the world of like bodybuilding, um, and diet dogmas and calorie counting. So I I struggled for many years, um, in my late teens and early twenties on just like yeah, like under eating, or not even like fully under eating, maybe like eating plenty of calories, maybe even too much calories, but not getting enough nutrients. So in this episode, I'm going to share a list of the most common signs and symptoms that indicate that you aren't eating enough food for your body's individual needs, and maybe not even not just not eating enough, but be feeling undernourished. Like, what are the signs and symptoms of of being undernourished? And a, an example would be, like, eating too many calories, but not getting enough nourishment, right? So we see this a lot with, like, um, maybe, like, empty calories. So eating food that doesn't have a lot of nutritional value are many micronutrients available so we can see that you know we live in today's society we have an abundance of food and an abundance of calories but the food doesn't necessarily have a lot of like substance or nutritional value to it so that's something I see a lot and then I also see right not eating enough calories which right there just says like be being undernourished. Um, so maybe you are eating enough calorically or possibly too many calories for what your body's needs are, but you're not getting enough of the right nutrients or the right balance of macronutrients. Right, so we can be under-consuming or over-consuming and still be undernourished. It's most important to tune into your body and utilize the biofeedback that can provide so much useful information. And what do I mean by when I say biofeedback? Right, like understanding chronic patterns of your system or the messages that your body's giving you or uh, the signs and symptoms, which, which I'm gonna go over today. Um, so yeah, tapping into your feedback, your feedback system and making sure you're adequately nourished Um, to support all the ways you wanna show up in your daily life. Because when we're nourished, right, our nervous system feels relaxed and safe. And when we are undernourished, our system feels panicked and in a state of chronic survival. So we can see, like for me, um, and for many of the clients I work with, like, I, I'll just use my personal experience because uh, it feels easiest to talk about. I Like my system was in a state of undernourishment, and probably since I was a very young child, um, and so I felt like my nervous system was kind of like always in the state of like panic or dysregulation. I don't even think I know. I knew what a healthy, grounded state of being in my body or my nervous system felt like until I was like in my mid-20s. So, you know, I use this phrase a lot. We see the world through the lens of our nervous system. So being nourished is a huge importance to um, how we show up in the world and how safe we feel and the energy that we have available, the vitality that we have available Okay. Then so is the question, right? Um should I just start to eat more? Um I'd say it's it's not that simple. <laughs> right, like cuz I said you could be over you could eat, be eating maybe too many calories for your body's needs but not getting enough of the of the nourishment. So, I'm going to break that down a little bit because it's highly possible to be undernourished and to be in a larger body, like undernourished doesn't mean that you're just thin. Um, It may seem counterintuitive to what we've been told or or what we think or the beliefs that we could have, but um, that fat loss happens in a caloric deficit. This is so untrue um, because our body stores fat when it doesn't feel safe. So this can show up on either end or even in the middle. Like you could be, a body could be, I don't like to use these words like too thin or too overweight because there's, what is, the, yeah, what is that relevant to? Um, but right, so a body could be too thin or too large or larger. Um, and either one could be undernourished. This is something we refer to right? as metabolic adaptation. Our body and our metabolism adapts to the environment and the circumstances that it's been in. <sighs> so what does all this mean? All right, so I'm going to break this down into some classic signs and symptoms that could be showing up for you. Um, so you might be struggling to gain muscle or to lose fat. This happens when the body doesn't have enough nourishment to adapt. It's in survival mode, right? So the body needs a certain amount of cellular nourishment to one, build muscle, or to two, lose fat. If those, if those resources aren't available, then neither one will happen. Um, so you, I see this a lot with clients who have trouble either like gaining weight or losing weight. Um, usually it's a sign of severe undernourishment. So if you have goals of fat loss and have been under eating, your body will hold on to those fat stores so that it feels safe. Another sign um, could be that if you are a menstruating person, right, you have irregular menstruation or even a total loss of your period, what we call amenorrhea, Uh, I talk a lot about this in in the first couple episodes here because this is something I went through. Um, Being undernourished chronically for so long, I eventually lost my cycle, right? Undereating is a huge stressor stressor and impacts our HBA access, our adrenals, our thyroid, our hormones, our brain function, our energy. Um, So so many factors. And so it's possible that uh, another... Thing that could show up for you is always feeling cold right having cold hands cold feet maybe even in the dead of summer right because our body has it doesn't have enough resources to maintain its normal functions so uh, when our body is chronically under stress i mentioned this affects our hpa axis this is our hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis So this is how the brain communicates, right? The adrenals communicate to the brain that the body's under stress. Then the next thing that it impacts is the thyroid. The thyroid's been impacted, right? We will have trouble regulating our body temperature. Um, Next is if you are constantly experiencing extreme hunger, cravings, or always thinking about food. This one is one of my favorites because one of the main things that I hear um, from clients that have been working with me for a while is like, wow, I'm not thinking about food anymore. That's such a relief. (laughs) And I can really relate because, wow, I used to be chronically obsessed with I was just like always thinking about food. Okay, wake up, think about my next meal. I just had a meal. Think about my next meal. Just like always thinking about food, right? So chronic undernourishment can lead to this obsession and our thoughts being dominated by food because our body is literally crying out for food and nutrients. Next is low hormones or low sex drive. So happy hormones and a good libido, those are signs of a well-nourished body. And this leads into low energy or blood sugar swings. If every single day you need stimulants to get going or get through the day, this could be a sign that you're not eating enough. Just like feeling the need to just kind of like constantly stimulate yourself to have enough energy. Uh, Stimulation, stimulate cortisol. Uh, Cortisol is a powerful hormone that that gives us energy and helps us feel alert. But if there's too much cortisol for long periods of time, that eventually becomes a chronic stressor. So... That could be another sign that you're not eating enough. Next would be chronically tired. So if you deal with constant exhaustion and fatigue, and maybe that even extends into like a lack of motivation, finding yourself questioning your ability to do the things that you want to do, implement new habits that you've been wanting to set in place, but just don't have the energy to do it. Right? Like we just don't have enough juice to, to feel inspired, to kind of have like zest for life. And another sign that you may be undernourished is if you struggle to complete workouts or to even maintain a movement practice. Right? if your body doesn't have the energy to participate in the day-to-day, then it makes sense that you would wanna avoid movement or workouts altogether. Because that just tells your body, like, right? Like, whoa, this is too stressful. I don't have enough nourishment to fuel myself. I need to store as much fat as possible. Um, so that's another uh, common sign that you could be undernourished. N- this next one, um, this, is, this is a big one I see. Um, if you experience disrupted sleep or have trouble staying asleep, So if your cortisol is rising overnight due to blood sugar crashing, so when blood sugar crashes, cortisol rises, um, that's a sign of blood sugar dysregulation, which is usually linked to not eating enough. If you don't have enough food, if you're not eating enough food to sustain yourself during the day, then... Your body doesn't have enough resources at night to do all the restorative processes that happen, right? So blood sugar will crash because it's working. Like, our bodies are working overnight. So not enough fuel leads to blood sugar crash. Like I said, when blood sugar crashes, cortisol rises, it will release, and it will wake you up. You'll feel alert. So that's, that's kind of a symptom of, of high cortisol is, like, feeling really alert uh, when it's released, and then, um, yeah, you'll have trouble falling back to sleep. And something that always blows my mind with clients is uh, when they're talking about having a hard time falling asleep or, or waking up throughout the night, I ask them if it's between 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. And they'll say, well, how did you know that? Um, because that is a, a, a common sign of blood sugar dysregulation, like waking up between that, those hours of 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. That's that's a common thread and pattern I see with uh, undernourishment and just like blood sugar dysregulation in general. Uh, and a simple way to work towards sleeping through the night, this was something I practiced. I used to have severe insomnia just because my cortisol was high all the time. Um, is to have a light snack before bed, uh, a simple snack of like protein, fat, and carbs. Um, I really like. I used to. What some of my used. To I used to make this thing called, like, a sleep bomb. It was, uh, like, almond butter mixed with a little bit of honey and sea salt and, like, a dash of collagen protein. And i just, like, whip that up into, like, a batter and eat that. That was really good. Or even, like, something like a fat bomb. If you're familiar with that, you can freeze. um, And you can make them really tasty that has different, like, nut butters or coconut oil or coconut butter and maybe, like, a simple protein powder or... um, some shredded coconut or cacao nibs or um, like a sweetener like honey. So that's um, like this the Sleep Balm and the the Fat Balm are essentially the same ingredients. One's just whipped together and one's like melted and then frozen into a delicious treat. Um, uh, dates stuffed with butter, like grass-fed butter. That's one of my favorite things. Um, yeah, or... Um, Yeah, just even a little bit of like meat and carbs, just like a light something, maybe a couple hundred calories. Um, Okay, so the next one, infertility issues or hormonal imbalances, definitely related to a lack of nourishment. I like to talk about our cycle as our monthly report card. I'm gonna do an episode on this over the coming weeks. And if our hormones are If our body's having trouble having enough energy to regulate progesterone progesterone and estrogen in our body to have a easeful cycle, then this will lead to hormone imbalances over time and eventually infertility issues. If you are someone who frequently gets sick or has maybe trouble recovering from wounds or even workouts, it's possible, right? The body doesn't have enough fuel or energy to recover. Our immune system needs adequate nourishment to work the way it's supposed to. Inflammation and anti-inflammatory pathways need healthy protein and fats to do what our body naturally does, which is to recover when we're sick and when we've torn a muscle or injured ourselves. Um, so this this is a sign that you. Know, could not be eating enough. Another one is if you experience frequent, frequent headaches and or migraines. This one can also be a sign of dehydration or lack of mineral balance. So um, sometimes I'll get those and it's a particular feeling and I'm like, oh, have I drinking enough water today or had enough electrolytes or minerals? And so awareness is big with all these things, and often throughout the day, I check in, like, have I eaten enough? Have I hydrated enough? Is my blood sugar regulation? How's my nervous system feeling? Have I taken a moment to just, like, tune in with myself? And one of the tools I use in my practice that's one of the most powerful tools is a food and mood journal. Because, so when a new client starts working with me, one of the b- things I hear repeatedly it's like wow i wasn't even aware of like how little i was eating or what i was eating or how i was feeling when i ate that food or what my digestion was in relation to that food and so awareness i think we can just like get into patterns sometimes and be going about our day and are not even aware of the patterns that we have playing out the foods that we chose what i just ate So I think sometimes we can go throughout the day just like unconsciously choosing things. And so the food and mood journal is a really powerful tool to utilize. Um, Next one, if you have slow digestion or constipation, right? this is a sign of metabolic adaptation. Everything in the system kind of like down-regulates, turns down, kind of how I talked about body temperature, our speed of motility, how our body can break down and absorb nutrients and turn that into bowels. So right, the digestion, digestive tract can become sluggish and, and food can sit in there longer than it should. And this can lead to right excessive bloating, chronic constipation, leaky gut, autoimmune. And a lot of times I'll see clients that are constantly like looking for the food that's the culprit, like what is causing the constipation or the bloating? Um, and it might not be any particular food, it might just be that your body is in a state of stress and that you haven't been eating enough food for a while. And if you are experiencing mood swings, irritability, uh, poor focus, having trouble remembering things. Um, We have to be cognizant that these signs are definitely related to feeling undernourished, right? Like the body and the brain do not have enough nutrition to work properly. And the brain is 70% fat. And so, um, right, if If we are, especially if we're restricting dietary fat, like, or cholesterol, or these things that like, is essential for brain function, we'll definitely start to see um, things related to cognition show up, just like, right? Like mood swings and poor focus and memory and, and things like that. The next is, right, if you struggle with hair loss, dry skin, or brittle nails. Um, those, are, those are usually kind of like first signs of things. And lastly, I know we talked about uh, right, constantly thinking about food or, or being hungry, but this one is actually one of the most interesting and, and, and patterns I see a lot in clients is, on the flip side of that, something that happens is if you aren't eating enough or are undernourished, eventually metabolism adapts and things will just turn down or off completely and your body is in this safety mode. So you may just experience a total lack of hunger or interest in food. And that can be a confusing thing to experience. You're like, you want me to eat more, but I'm not hungry. So if I'm listening to my body intuitively, then all right, I I don't need to be eating. But that is usually a tricky thing because the body adapts, right? And if cortisol is high, or not necessarily hungry, right? It's our stress hormone. So if our stress hormone is active, or usually ghrelin or our hunger hormones are turned off. So if the body has been accustomed to high states of of stress or just chronic uh, Uh, (laughs) chronic time being undernourished, then we will see a total lack of hunger or interest in food. And this is common to like if you wake up and maybe you've been practicing intermittent fasting or um, you like to have coffee before you have food, right? Those things, first, intermittent fasting will spike cortisol. Coffee will spike cortisol. So those things will turn off our hunger hormones and just kind of like create patterns over time. And so a simple tip here could be having, have a nourishing breakfast when you wake up even if you're not hungry. Cause it's almost like we have to like let the body know we're gonna start to nourish it. And then it'll be like, oh, okay, I can wake up and be hungry because I know I'm gonna be fed. And, or even if you don't wanna have a full breakfast, having something small before you have stimulants or coffee or caffeine will be super powerful. Um, and then you could have a a full breakfast, you know, an hour or two later when, when you start to get hungry. But, but that was one thing that was a huge turning point for me. I had been like really on this kick of like intermittent fasting and fat loss and like only eating two meals a day and not eating till 11 am even though like in the beginning of that my system was like this is crazy i'm hungry well eventually i just stopped getting hungry but that didn't necessarily mean that i was getting the nourishment i needed my body was just like okay well we're not eating in the morning so i'm not even going to turn on that hunger hormone because that takes energy and she's not giving us energy or feeling us properly so um that something I really struggled with because what I like, I like to get up and have my like breath work and meditative practice and then do movement so and then eat. So I like having like a, a big two to three hour morning um, before I eat breakfast. But over time, that was really impacting my ability to gain muscle, burn fat, to just feel consistent, stable energy throughout my day. And I eventually was like, okay, I'm just going to experiment with eating breakfast. This was many years ago. Um, And now I feel so nourished enough, like I feel really nourished that I'm able to skip breakfast if that feels aligned for me that day or eat breakfast if that feels aligned for me. I feel like some mornings I wake up and my hunger hormones are communicating to me. Some mornings I wake up and they're not, but I don't but I feel metabolically flexible there. So that is another thing I work on with clients is how to become metabolically flexible and to tune in to the messages and cues of hunger hormones. And if they've been suppressed for a long time, how to restart them and and to begin rebuilding a relationship with them. (sighs) Um, Yeah, a healthy, nourished body gives us signs of hunger at a pace that feels good for us. So the practice is like tuning in and noticing, oh, I'm hungry and I'll probably want to eat soon. Um, Right, That comes up for me now versus before, I either had no hunger at all or I had this like chronic hangry, like always being hungry. Um, So it could be either side of, of the spectrum there. So, as we can see, a lack of nourishment impacts every single system of our bodies. So, if you 've listened to this and you're like, "Whoa, a lot of these are me um, what do i What do I do?" You know there's so many things that you can implement, and I'll be talking about these just like throughout these episodes. Um, kind of like trickling in more information over time, but there's a couple cool small things that you can do. And my first recommendation is to add in a nourishing breakfast, or if you're kind of resistant to that, I had a client recently who was like, I'm not eating breakfast. I just like, don't want to eat breakfast. Like, I just like, don't feel attracted to eating breakfast when I wake up and, um, She just like struggled with all of these things I'm mentioning, just like constant fatigue, mood swings, achy joints, just like all all the symptoms possible. And eventually she started eating breakfast and her whole world changed. Um, Even though she had a lot of resistance to it or felt like that went against what her body wanted because she didn't wake up hungry. So that could be a cool practice i challenge you like if you if you're you're typically if you're experiencing these symptoms and you typically don't eat breakfast try having something even if it's small Um, you know some yogurt like a chia pudding overnight oats a little bit of eggs an avocado just yes it could be something small and Another thing is nine times out of 10 when I'm working with someone, the number one thing I see that they're under eating is usually protein Um, or or even just an imbalance of macronutrients. So a cool trick could be to uh, just look at your plate and be like, okay, what what am I normally choosing? If it's a lot of carbohydrates, no fat and a little protein, well, we'll probably want to adjust that. Or if it's a lot of protein and no carbohydrates... Uh, or a lot of fat, you know, just like whatever variation. I think the most important thing I could recommend is like having a balance of protein, fat, and fiber, right? Having four to five ounces of protein, a palm size of protein, having a few servings of fat. You know, usually for me, that's my fat is in my protein because I eat fatty meats, Um, or like cooking my meat and fat, or just adding some ghee or coconut oil or olive oil or grass-fed butter. To my uh, meat or starch or veggies, or um, and then having right the fiber, some sort of like veggies or plantains or winter squash or berries or fruit. Um, so having the balance of all of those components. And in the maybe the next episode or one of the, the upcoming episodes, I'm going to talk a lot about simple meals and just. Uh, cool ways to implement um, just giving a lot of different like simple meal examples that are well balanced in macronutrients because i think that is one of the the things i see the most is like well i or hear the most is like well i don't know what to eat i don't really have any go-tos so i kind of going to lay out some of my Typical go-to's, I'm gonna include a link for uh, my recipe book for free, so you can begin to play with some of those. And yeah, I'm curious how this is all landing for you. And um, yeah, for me, that was a huge turning point. And, And just with a lot of the clients I work with is tuning in to your body's messages the signs, the symptoms, the patterns, your hunger hormones, your sex drive, your fertility, your energy, um, the way you, your sleep, uh, the way you feel when you wake up. Uh, If you feel joy throughout your day, if your nervous system feels relaxed, if you feel um, like you're obsessively thinking about food or not thinking about food at all, like maybe just do an awareness check. Where are you with nourishment? And how is that feeling for you, right? Because remember, a nourished body equals a nourished nervous system. And a nourished nervous system is just the most essential (laughs) part of being a human. Um, So thanks for joining me today. Um, I would love to hear if you have any questions. Always feel free to email me with questions or curiosities or feedback. I love connecting with you. And if you haven't done so yet, feel free to leave me a review uh, a review, a rating, anything, share this with a friend, share this with family. Um, I love getting connect to connect with as much people as possible. All right. Hope you have such a beautiful day.